0: Joe. Hello, Mike Lawson.
1: And hello to everybody listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years and
0: every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week.
1: I'm not going to lie, Joe. You text me this morning and you were like, hey, are we going to record today? And I just completely forgot. So oh. I was like out running errands, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course we're recording no, today. No,
0: no, 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 no don't get me. That happens to me all the time. I do not take it personally, because I'm it. often the person where people are like, we're doing this. I'm like, oh, that's right. We are doing that. So uh, no worries.
1: Um, By the way- What's going on with you?
0: I'm so glad we are done with all those phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Back to norm. Back to normal. Yeah. Oh. oh. Oh, God. Who is this? Hey, assholes. <laughs> What's up, Boo Hacker? I'm, I'm in the... This is future Boo I'm here to recap oh. episodes 201 to 225.
1: <laughs> what were your favorite moments in those episodes, Joey uh, Boohecker?
0: Oh, yeah. Joey Boo not Joe Batant. Uh yeah. My favorite moment, um, Batant's living with his parents and getting yeah. his heart broken by twinks. And uh, Lawson's a killer and a psychopath, and uh, that's it.
1: It's weird. When you usually come on the show, Joey Boohecker, Joe Batant talks and says a lot of jokes, but he's oddly silent today.
0: Oh, I I wanted to hear what Boohecker had to say Uh about Uh these episodes. (laughs) Oh, well, well, thanks a lot for coming in. Ah, shut up, you fucking assholes. I'm out of (laughs) here. New Orleans, Pride 48, August 2018. (laughs) Peace out.
1: You're not invited, Joe.
0: <laughs> you're not invited. By the way, Patent, you're lucky. I saved your ass. I'm not going to say on the show. I'm on the
1: sword for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I fell on the sword for you. I'm not, I'm not going to say on the show why, because uh, <laughs> that'll piss some people off. But just know I fell on the sword for you.
1: <laughs> I almost had to give up a discount to a hotel.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Boo Hecker. I'm glad you fell on the sword for us.
1: Hey, what's new with you? What's going on? What, um... I, you got a lot of RuPaul Drag Race stuff going on. Um, oh, tell me about, the oh stars, right? Is that yeah, taking up a ton of
0: your time? You know what's so funny is it is, but you know, I was, I, you were, you, it, this isn't even on the Trello, and I think you're segueing for me. Is I was on, you know, every Friday I'm on this one on one with Larry Flick on Sirius XM Radio. Yeah. And I usually am there for the hour to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. And we did the hour. And then he says, you, tells me and the other people, do you want to stick around? Darien Lake and Mrs. Kasha Davis are going to come in. You stick around. Stay for the panel. Talk to them. I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. I'll do it. Right?
1: Yeah. Darien Lake, by the way, is a lake in upstate New York. Uh, coincidentally, near where <laughs> one Joseph L. Boohecker lives.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh God. <laughs>
2: listen, hear, asshole. He just has
1: a sixth sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, from the future. I listened to these episodes already, so I know you're gonna talk about me.
1: Yeah, Boohecker, what do you want? How does yeah. Skype work like that? It's so weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah the magical Skype. <laughs> Listen, yeah, Donna Sugars went there and, like, fell down or something like that. But sh- listen, asshole, Darian, like, I, she's no, she's no, uh, uh what's the name of my character again? <laughs> um...
1: Stop! Stop, Joe. Hey, Joe. 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 So, wait, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then, so, so then, did you like stay around?
0: For yeah, yeah. So you stick drive? around. And, so I'm like, oh, and I have, you know, Darian Lake is on season six. I have so many questions. It's the greatest season of RuPaul's Drag Race ever, and she went all the way yeah. to top four. And, and Mrs. Just Kasha in case Davis. Any, yeah. Any straight people
1: that uh, don't like drag queens listening, um, Darian Lake, and
0: who did did you say Sasha Davis? No, Mrs. Kasha Davis. Kasha Davis? Yeah, she was in the... I don't, it's all, I don't there's always time for a cocktail. She's from season seven.
1: Yeah, I don't remember her. Yeah. Uh, but I do remember Darian Lake. But they're drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. They're
0: drag, drag queens. queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. And so I'm like, I'll stick around. So I stick around. And Larry, first of all... and Look, look. Let me tell you this. He put on a great show. It was so interesting. He's a great interviewer. It was so fun to listen to. But he was actually talking to them about their lives. So I was actually on the phone. I was like, oh, this is so fascinating. <laughs> like I was like, oh, like like hearing about how the origins of Mrs. Kasha Davis and the origins of Darien Lake. But it got into the point where like uh, they were talking about like the thoughts of depression and, and thoughts they've had about committing suicide. And and oh, wow. I, I didn't want to be like, uh, excuse me, um, darian in season, liner. In, in, in season six darian when you were at the glitter ball and she's like Ugh, oh you know like this <laughs> so like literally finally when larry goes is joe still here and i'm yeah. like yeah i'm here i didn't want to jump in i got one question at the very end I, I go i didn't talk the whole time right the whole time i didn't talk and then at, uh finally larry brings up rupaul's drag race and i go let me can i ask a question like goes uh you got under 60 <laughs> seconds, and I'm like, oh, my God, and I had to like, speed out the question, but like, I got the question. I got one question in. Yeah. So, anyway, so, yes, RuPaul's Drag Race has been, like, uh, taking up my Good. life. But uh, what's okay. going on with you, Mike Lawson? What's your story?
1: Not a lot. I've been um, – I actually have had this uh, uh, graphic design job that I've been kind of doing in the nights and weekends, like mm-hmm. in my free time. Oh, Really? Um, it's it was like for a friend of a friend uh and the the story actually starts like literally a year ago like last march mm-hmm. um basically the first part of the job was supposed to be the hardest and most time consuming and it was like um it's not to get into their business too much but they teach classes kind of actually not i mean not the same business you do at all, uh, but there are a couple of similarities. And one mm-hmm. is they teach classes and they have a manual that they mm-hmm. use for that. Mm-hmm. And so the manual was in need of like a really des- they were desperately in need of a redesign, mm-hmm. not just redesign, but like the content needed to be updated, everything right. So mm-hmm. that was first. And she was like, you know what, let's take our time on this one. We're going to get, you know, do all these, like we'll get the the design down And a really solid look. Mm -hmm. And then after that, then we'll move on to a matching brochure website business cards. Okay. Mm -hmm. So step one um, manual, and that's basically 50% of what she's going to pay me is for that. Mm -hmm. Step two, Matching brochure website business cards. And it's yeah. basically just taking their existing brochure and making it look like the manual we just did. So okay. Makes fifty percent manual, fifty percent everything else, just kinda matching. Okay. So the manual's been done since August, Joey. And since she's August? August. Like she's your part been... or her part? Like Sent to the printer. Oh, They've been using okay. them. Everything, right? right. Yeah, yeah, And she's been stalling a bit on getting me the content for everything else. And I was almost like I was. I in the beginning I was kind of like chasing her a bit, and then finally I was like, why? Like if I don't, I overthink things. So in my head I'm like, she thinks I charge too much, or you know they're poor this month or they think i'm a shitty designer like all these things are going through my head so i'm like you know what i'm gonna give her the best out ever and so i just um i kind of lied and i was like hey i'm cleaning up like some of my computer files and stuff and i wanted to send you like a zipped file of um everything i have done for you guys like just uh the design files. so if you guys ever if i'm unavailable if Uh, I die if Mm -hmm. you want to go with someone else that you have found that's free or cheaper or whatever. Like you have everything I've done for you now. Mm -hmm. So take it. And basically it was kind of like a goodbye letter. Mm -hmm. But I I mean, in, in not so many words, I also said like, when you're ready to move on to the next step, just let me know. um, And I'll just kind of wait for you basically putting the ball in her court. Right. Yeah. Uh, And this is towards the end of the year. uh, So like right around December and she responds to my, email and she was like oh my gosh we love your work so much it's really important that everything is consistent so there's no there was there's no reason we would go with somebody else she also started telling me about like this Um, grant that they've received and like how maybe they're going to want to do more work with me. Okay. Did she pay you for the manual that was last summer? Yes. Okay. right. Yeah. Super prompt. Even before it was done like there were some you know hey we want to kind of alter this or that and that was all included in the price and she was like I'm going to send the check now just because I I got it uh, but we'll continue working. So like she's wonderful with the money like I I don't feel cheated at all Um, and so Now it's March, right? So this conversation happened way back in December. Now it's in March. Now she's, like, kind of chasing me a little bit more. But Mm -hmm. she's like, let's get on the phone. I want to kind of give – I want an update. I want to give you an update, not get an update from me, but I want to give you an update of everything that's going on. So we jump on the phone. Um, I would say probably 30 minutes into the call, she's talked about her unsupportive husband. (laughs) Oh, my God. And like her dysfunctional uh, nonprofit organization that she runs. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I am not your friend. But I feel like she doesn't have any friends that are like not on her board, if that makes sense. Like she's stacked her board with like all people she likes. So Mm -hmm. then she has nobody to vent to when her board is giving her trouble. So I'm sitting here like I'm a therapist basically for her. I, it also helps – I the nonprofit that I came from before my current job was very similar to the one she's running, just mm-hmm. not a diabetes – or she's not running a diabetes org. It's a different mm-hmm. health condition. Um, so I'm sitting there like a therapist helping her do this. But then – so part of me is like walk away, walk away. Like at this point, I haven't even started any of the other work. We've had two 30-minute phone calls, and she wants to schedule another one mm-hmm. um, that I've been kicking down the road. So, part of me is just like, walk away now. Like, I, there's no no reason I can't. She's not my friend. So, I'm not really even burning a bridge. How but are you going to do it? Just say, like, hey, I'm, you know, I got this other job that's going to be super time consuming. So, I might not have, an, I obviously, I've thought this through. I might not have the time to work on your job for yeah, blame it on me. another year. Yeah, I just have another job. It might be another year until I have enough time to do this. So, Best chance, go with someone else. Yeah, just be like, I, I, I'm doing this other thing for another nonprofit. I could also, Julie, tell you though. So she's not my friend. Okay. Okay. So I charged her more than I would. Well, certainly, I would charge you or a friend.
0: Mm-hmm. You know. So wait, part wait, of wait, me wait, is wait, also, wait, 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 hold on, rewind. What I would charge you or a friend, <laughs> or
1: another friend. Uh, okay. You know what
0: I mean. So I, I guess like
1: part of me is like maybe just pretend a little bit and see if cuz it's kind of worth the money like what's left is like um, i mean not not quite literally but if i'm exaggerating a little bit it's a copy and paste job mm-hmm. do you know what i mean and i'm going to get you know double the the money so i part of me wants to kind of stick it out and i don't hate the lady um i just feel like i don't know i'm getting paid for graphic design not companionship yeah um, Lord knows I'm not the best companion, so.
0: It's it's hard for me because I'm sure Taylor the Latte Boy uh, can relate because every time he calls me to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, it turns into like a one hour therapy session with me and him. You know, and, and I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, and then this happened. And, and then and you can tell he's just like, because I can see him, on, you know, unlike this show, uh, he and I look at each other and you can just uh-huh. tell he's just like his face is buried in his hands. And I'm like, are you OK? And he's like, no, 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 I'm fine. Go, keep going.
1: <laughs> Taylor is the co-host of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, the other podcast show does. And also that, a host of his own award winning show. Sense- since I'm your friend, I support it. I talk about it all the time. I retweet mm-hmm. it. That's mm-hmm. you know what friends
0: do. You know what that is. You know what that is. What friends do. I encourage everyone to go to iTunes and download uh, Mike's wonderful podcast called "What Some Would Call Lies." Mike, what, what's on this week's episode of "What Some Would Call Lies"? Um, it's your
1: mom. <laughs>
0: well, speaking of, actually uh wait are you done with your story yeah 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 that was uh, a good segue yeah um gosh it's crazy being back here it's i will say this there's one thing i love about this uh about being here is um, the rent the rent yeah, the, or <laughs> lack thereof but also uh the store like i I really don't have any stories all my stories come from just the ridiculousness that is my parents. Yeah. like even yeah. like you know who got to see it firsthand is Taylor the Lunti boy. He is it and, worth it though, Joe. He and I were I know no, it's not. He and I were recording last night, but I don't think this was on the show. This was on something else after, and we were chit chatting, and all of a sudden the lights go out in um, the room I'm in. Right, but okay. the computer power. Well, the power – fortunately, the computer and and the monitor and everything are on a different circuit, okay? So uh what happened is my parents in their bedroom have, like, a giant, basically electric furnace, right? And every time they turn it on, it blows a fuse. Yeah. Okay? And – but here's the thing, is they don't admit that it's that. They'll blame (laughs) it on me. They find a reason to blame it on me, right? Uh huh. That I did something. So, last night, I was with Taylor, and all of a sudden, the lights go out, but because this is on a different circuit, the computer's fine, so I'm still talking to Taylor, but the light goes, I'm like, I tell him the story about what I just told you, but they blame it on me and whatever, right? Yeah. Well, it's dark, and I have my headphones on, right? I'm talking to Taylor, and all of a sudden, I feel something tap my shoulder, and I freak the (laughs) fuck out, and I scream, (laughs) and my mom's just standing there, and Taylor Uh Taylor is, like, dying with laughter, right? (laughs) And I go, what is wrong? And she goes, like... I wanted to tell you the power was out, <laughs> <laughs> right? And I go, "Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. aware of this." Uh huh. I'm in a dark room, and she goes, oh, "Well, we're turning the fuse back on," and she's trying to blame me. There's a there's a little tiny, like like the size of a little like a, of a desk fan, like, a, like, but it's like a heater. This is, this is not even my story. This is the transition in my story. And she said, that's what blew the fuse. It's not even on. It wasn't It wasn't even on, hasn't been on. It's just in this room. She says yeah. that's what, but the fact that it was plugged in is what blew the fuse. Not the, I asked her, is the giant furnace on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not that. Anyway, <laughs> that's not the point of the story. The point that that's basically just a daily, how I have just, yeah. I just it's have mad. material. Like for instance. So one of them is yesterday, the other day I'm making breakfast. Mm-hmm. And my mom comes down and she's like 6:30, 630, 630, 630. And I'm all like, What's going on? Because it wasn't 6:30 in the morning. And she goes, Shh, shh, shh. And she takes the remote control of the TV in the family room. And she turns the TV on and she puts it on 6:30. And it's like some episode of Perry Mason. Right? (laughs) And then I go, What is going on? And she goes, she just ignores me. And she goes, Okay. Uh, it's on the right channel. And then my, this is what I'm learning. I'm learning now what their morning routines are like. Yeah. My dad walks downstairs. Yeah. And it has to be on the same channel he was watching upstairs. When he comes downstairs. No, that is true. And I tell him that she goes, Joey, it's just, we're watching Perry Mason. And we want to know, he doesn't, he wants to know who killed the person. It's a really good episode or something like that. So. it's so weird though. Like,
1: why does your mom not need to see
0: everything? Like. I don't know. I don't do know. you get me? Like, why can know, she know. be sacrificed? I don't know. Like, D- this is walking. fucking Mexican people and feared the weird ass patriarchy in this goddamn culture that goes on nico martinez knows what i'm talking about and <laughs> joe, joe zubia knows what i'm talking about but any other mexican too knows exactly what i'm talking about the weirdest fucking like patriarchy where like he has to have it on the chat but you know what he didn't used to be like this my brother and i talk about it all the time he's so much more of a child now like yeah. like just a child old people
1: I mean, your parents aren't that old but old people I feel like you tend to kind of revert back to that. Like that's what ch- children and really old people are so similar. Like they go to the bathroom wherever they want. They eat. It's disgusting to watch them eat. They. It's okay if they sit around and like tell you about their dreams. <laughs> Nobody else can tell you like, oh, this happened in my dream. Uh-huh. Only old people and children can get away with it
0: well yeah and you know the next story i tell will be the same sort of thing about the childishness but i think what happens when you're retired is then you just you, your habits become worse and worse like yeah. and so i'm learning that uh it's gonna be it really is gonna be it's gonna be like i kill them someone's gonna die <laughs> is what i'm gonna say at some point uh what else is going on with you Mike lawson
1: nothing i do have a news story i want to tell you though can i jump to a news story is that okay
0: do you want to do the news now do you want to jump to the news or why don't you what's your second story? Start that. Yeah, I guess it's about them too. We actually talked a little bit about this, uh, but I didn't tell the parent parental part of what was going on here on the lost episode, the one with the bad audio. But oh. you know, uh for Christmas, my parents got me an Amazon gift card.
1: Oh, right. right. Oh, so the public doesn't know about your uh your grand purchase.
0: Yeah, no, they don't know about my purchase. I, I bought a bidet. <laughs> We talked for a
1: whole hour about shit and you know, yeah. our toilet practices.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I bought a bidet. Uh, like so a few disappointed weeks ago. that episode I'm, never came <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something because now I've had spent more time with this bidet. Mike, my ass has never been cleaner. I have to highly <laughs> encourage. And by the way, this bidet was $20 and you just put it on your toilet. Do you have, yeah. like, do you have is like, it a. mold? Con- it cold? Yeah, so it's, it, it is $20. So it doesn't heat the water. Right. But, right. but we're in California. So it's never, like, colder than tap Freezing, water. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So uh, do you have a, a standard toilet? I do, yeah. I'm telling you, Mike Lawson, it's the best $25 you'll ever. It's for $25? If it was more than $25, I don't know. But, like, it fucking just cleans back there so good. Like, and then you just basically just wipe the water away and boom, boom, boom. You're done. You're out. Clean as a whistle. Okay. Clean as a whistle. <laughs> um, Because you, you know what? You eat off of it. Well, you know what's so funny you say that? I often am worried... That people are just gonna want to eat my ass out, you know, just when I'm walking around. And now I don't have to worry (laughs) about. (laughs) Now I don't have to worry about that anymore. Okay. No, I don't have to worry. By the way,
1: go ahead. If anybody's not subscribed to the Patreon version of RuPaul's Drag Race, (laughs) I just want to say this is reminding me of a story that made me like laugh out loud in an elevator, and get a weird look. Everyone needs to subscribe to RuPaul's Drag Race
0: Recap. You know, it's so funny uh, that you Patreon say that thing. we just, right before we recorded, got an email from a, a listener of the main show, the one that's free, yeah. telling us he's going to stop listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, because we talk too much about Patreon, and we put all our good content behind a paywall, right? Bye. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, but I, I, yeah. if I responded to him, first of all, it's... You
1: don't do all your shit for free, <laughs> so I'm out of here.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? That's a good point. Okay. But I, and it's also, it's literally one or two dollars right and i but what's funny is the whole email is literally an ad for patreon i'm like well that's too bad because at one dollar you get (laughs) you get this and at two dollars you get this show anyway um so anyway so i get the 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 bidet and it isn't it has like ikea like instructions for how to install it it's not super complicated but the directions aren't written well and i'm also a homosexual don't know how to do things with tools yeah Okay.
1: Ikea, though, famously doesn't have words. You remember that, right? You know that?
0: Yes, it doesn't like, have words. zero words. It's this has pictures. some words, but very, very limited. The words are just like, take the this and do this with it. I'm like, I don't know what any, there might as well be no words. Yeah, I was following, I actually okay. know, you know what I did? Well, I said, this is a pretty popular product. I'm going to go on YouTube. And sure enough, there's a video someone tells That's literally how I learned how to, the instructions okay. were bullshit, you know? So yeah. I went on YouTube and watched a video about how to install it so I go okay so I get the sense of what I did and so like I'm trying to install this bidet on my toilet you know and then my parents think I'm the biggest little fucking gay little Lord Fauntleroy I move back in here and the first thing I do is install a goddamn bidet <laughs> right <laughs> so I'm <laughs> like hello mother I'm I'm having a bidet delivered please make sure to sign for it Anyway. <laughs> anyway um so it was like it was like it was during the time when like this is a couple weeks ago now it was super windy and my dad's like whenever it's windy and there's pollen my dad gets super like his eyes he has to take claritin or his eyes get really super itchy and start burning right sure well he didn't take his claritin it's super windy and burning so i'm trying to install the bidet and i'm doing it wrong i really did i'm not gonna get into the the details of how I got it wrong, but it was a lot of frustrating, like on my knees, like yelling and screaming and cursing. Meanwhile, my dad's downstairs, like, like, ah, ah, and, like his hands cut, co- oh God, his hands are covering his eyes, you know? <laughs> he's like, ah, my eyes, my eyes. And my mom's like, like what's wrong? And he's like, my eyes are burning, my eyes are burning. And then my mom's like, oh. she goes, let me get the Visine. No, Because again, my dad's childishness. Uh-huh. My dad doesn't like liquids touching his eyes. Okay. So my mom's like, but it's gonna, cu- it's gonna like cure the burning. Better, yeah. No, yeah. no. And so she's chasing him around the house with the Visine, and he's like, no, and like, like Mike, it was just screaming. It was like a child. And I'm installing a bidet, and I was like, "Well, I'm back home." And then uh, the sitcom, the sitcom music started for my new sitcom that I'm writing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on for a second. Hold on, I can actually solve this problem. Uh, yeah, he was like, uh, uh, "Yeah, I, I was like, well, there's the, welcome to my life." Oh, sorry, the volume's all the way down. Okay. I was like, oh, wait, we do it again here. I was like, welcome to my life! <laughs> no, my eyes! <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so what's- what... A,
1: what a great life you live.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. What's your new story, Mike Lawson?
1: Oh, I wanted to tell you because... I just think this is funny, but I mean, not funny because there's violence, I guess. I think this is not funny. Okay. A 19-year-old Richmond man remained in jail Thursday after he was res- arrested on Wednesday on suspicion of striking a 5-year-old boy on a BART train, authorities said. What? Raymond Benson Raymond Benson is being set, held on a $100,000 bail on suspicion of battery with injury to a transportation passenger and child cruelty with possible injury. Police said they were called to Berkeley Station about 9.25 a.m. on Wednesday for a report of the incident, which happened on the Richmond-bound train. Benson was arrested after police were told he punched a 5-year-old boy (laughs) after the child had had inadvertently bumped into him while on the train. The boy was with his father, officials say. Police say the child was taken to the hospital for evaluation and treatment. He was also issued a prohibition order that is supposed to prevent him from riding BART trains.
0: <gasps> oh, so he can't ride the BART train. But how do you uh, – I mean, they can't even keep this uh, um, uh, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman off the fucking goddamn airplane. Yeah.
1: I think that, that what, what it is is like an order, you're not allowed on it. So then – it kind of forces you to be on your best behavior when you do go on it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, I'm not also, do anything out of the ordinary because I'm not even supposed to be here.
0: Well, also, if they ever want to throw you off for whatever reason, they happen to recognize you, they have the legal authority to do it now. Yeah, sure.
1: Agreed. Um, and maybe even, like, there's some sort of, like, trespassing charge or something they could now use if they do find them on it. But- exactly. Uh, the story was a little bit funnier. Uh, they were they didn't tell his age until this story was updated. For a while, it was just a man punched
0: a five-year-old boy.
1: Wait, how old is he again? He's 19, so that's kind uh, of boy himself, right?
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, I just think it's probably, like, an angry man. I don't know. And do you think he really punched him? Do you think the kid, like, hit him and he just kind of nudged him back and, like, it turned into a thing? Or do you think – I don't know. I I really don't know, but –
0: I think look, I think let me tell you this. Ultimately the kid is wrong. You shouldn't strike another human being, let alone a child who's not even your own. Okay, I shouldn't yeah. even think you strike your own child, but I'm just going all the different levels. Yes. But
1: uh I'm <laughs> if sure, I can defend hitting children for a second. <laughs> I
0: will say that I wouldn't be surprised if there's more to this story. I wouldn't yeah, be yeah, surprised yeah. if this little kid was Doing more than just inadvertently bumped him, sure, you know. Sure. And yeah, yeah. also, this nineteen-year-old is probably like, "Oh, what? What, man? Oh, god! Just look, leave me alone, dude! Like, just wow. why do I have to be like that? Whoa!" Meanwhile, I'm salivating in the corner, staring at him. Ew! Kid, not oh. the five-year-old boy, <laughs> the nineteen-year-old.
1: Do you have a news story you want to share with me? We haven't done news in a while, so this is exciting to me. Wait. What? What do you say? Do you have a new story that you want to share with me? We haven't done news in a while, so this is exciting to me.
0: The fuck, Mike Lawson? Oh, wait, I don't understand that noise. What do you mean, understand the noise? You put that
1: noise in another episode And I even text you You said lol when I said it But I sent a text and I was like There's this weird like buzzing noise happening at this minute mark And then you responded lol But I was genuinely serious But when you said lol I was like Oh it's some sort of gag I don't
0: get Mike it's it's, uh Does anyone understand this gag? Oh yeah 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 people hear about it all the time I used it once on RuPaul's Drag Race recap And they are like oh there's the catching up newsroom It's the newsroom noise it's Have you done this on Catching Up more than once? Yes, we've done this on Catching Up many times. Really? Yeah, I'm always okay. in the newsroom whenever we're here. Oh, so it's typewriters in an old-fashioned
1: newsroom? Yeah. Oh. Okay.
0: <laughs> Breaking news, Mike Lawson realizes we are in... A newsroom. My name is Joe Bittance and We are here in the afternoon news brief. What I will tell you is this: uh, I wrote a story. I wrote the intro for this story, and now I cannot find that <laughs> intro. I don't know. Oh, you know what? I don't think I saved it. The best part is Joe started this episode with like,
1: "I'm not even fucking joking, Mike. If you say anything, I have to edit out. I'm gonna be so mad." What are we editing out? We're
0: not editing anything. What are we gonna edit? Go find. Go find your intro. Let's go. No, I'm not going to find the intro. No, I'm going to wing it. People have to hear okay. it. Okay, yeah. What yeah. could go wrong? Yeah, what yeah. can go wrong? Okay. Anyway, Yeah. here's the deal. Uh, a non-profit organization called Something is now... <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this... Is. Mike, well, you know this. God forbid they ask Mike Lawson to make a manual for them <laughs> or in <to> a program. <laughs> but anyway, they've negotiated with some ch- churches and synagogues to allow homeless people to park overnight in their parking lots and sleep there for the night. Uh, let's go to my other reporter. I don't remember her name for the story. Project is off to a modest start. Five
2: people- oh, wait. <laughs> Project is off to a modest start. Five people spent the night in their cars in the church's parking lot. April is 36. She says she's lived in her car for a year. If you can come to some place where you're essentially being welcomed, you know, maybe you'll have an easier time, less stress. April, who declined to give her last name, says the stress usually comes from people approaching her car while she's sleeping. I'm afraid, like any woman would be out here, you know, vulnerable. The group Safe Parking LA got the church to open up its lot. The nonprofit pays for a security guard along with a porta potty and sink. Only people it's checked out can participate. Safe Parking LA is hoping a number of other churches and synagogues will join the program. I'm Michelle Faust.
0: Alright, Mike Lawson. Any thoughts on what you think how do you think this is gonna go? I what are your opinions on this story?
1: I think it's interesting. I think that it's
0: I mean it's a service it's
1: needed mm-hmm. so i think that's great and i think uh, of you know all the non-profits out there it's a you know churches should kind of have something to do with this that's well their mission and their tax
0: exemption that's exactly that's what i was wanted to talk about was this often happens wasn't there a, a church was in la or san francisco where they were like putting like shit that the homeless people did like like either sprinklers yeah. or like spikes. spikes i feel like you did this story
1: sprinklers yeah we've done the a few of these stories yeah, and where the, church, there was a Catholic church up here that yeah. was like, created something where water would splash down um, on
0: the little kind of alcove where people were sleeping. And that's the part I don't get, is like how are churches, churches should be in my mind, right? If you're really doing, what you're saying, like going out of your way, spending every last dime you possibly could to make sure that these people, the poor among yeah. you, are taken care of.
1: Also, like, like Your church has this huge parking lot that you put a fence around and open it up every Sunday. But, like, why the fuck not allow people to be safe in it? You know what I mean? Every other day of the week.
0: Yeah, so it looks like this nonprofit organization. But you know what's funny is they're negotiating it, and the churches are kind of assholes about it. You know they are. They're like, well, we'll do it. but And then there's all these demands. I bet you the nonprofit has to pay them, you know? I wonder I wonder if there's, like, insurance costs. That might be a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not, um, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that goes under the nonprofit's insurance. Yeah. So the nonprofit yeah. has an insurance for that.
1: Now, if I could for a second, yeah. this is something I'm trying to do in my life, and this is a new story where I can do this. Mm-hmm. If for a second we were trying to say um, – oh, let me tell you why I'm doing this. So sure. uh, we have some iTunes reviews for the show, mm-hmm. and I looked at them recently, um, and one of them said something about how, like – it's good, but like this, Mike Lawson is like so liberal. Any any political opinion he has is going to be like obviously the like super liberal opinion. Oh, John so, Arts amended his uh his review. <laughs> it wasn't John Arts, someone. <laughs> but but here's the thing, like okay, maybe my opinion that homeless pe- people should be safe at night is a super liberal opinion. So maybe the on the flip side, a uh, super conservative person might say something like. Like I work hard so I could pay my rent. I didn't know I could just go live in a parking lot anywhere.
0: Like is that is that what the conservative opinion of this would be, do you think? You know what's so to you know what's so funny? Like shape. look, like I one hundred percent agree with you, right? One hundred one thousand percent agree with you. Yeah. But I hate to play devil's advocate here. And so you know what's so funny? It, 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 it involves someone that we know, but also who's even probably more liberal than you and me combined. It, uh, our friend Danny, okay? Uh-huh. He has a friend, who I won't give his name, right? Yeah. But he has a friend that I know as well. And we're fr- I'm friends with this friend on Facebook, okay? But he's okay. really good friends with Danny. And just the past few years have been super dramatic and, like, just really just not... Not doing well with life, right? And now he's just like literally homeless living in L.A., right? And now we're just kind sure. of... Like literally homeless. Was in a homeless shelter for a while. Now, by the way, this person... I'm going to give make up a name for him. We're going to call him... Tim. Okay? Tim is an okay look... Oh, my God. He was like such a beautiful fucking twink. I'll tell you this. When he was okay. a twink... Oh, my God. Unstoppable. But anyway... Uh, when he was, but now he's in his you know late mid to late thirties, and he he's still a good looking guy, but white, thin, you know, clean. I'm sure could clean up very nice. Um, and there's no reason for him not to be homeless, and he doesn't seem to be making you know a co- no. Well, I well I'll say this. This is based on conversations with Danny, who's very frustrated with him. Okay. Like, I'm not communicating with him directly. I mean, I'm seeing this guy's Facebook posts, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and I'm asking Danny if he's okay and whatnot. Because he'll be like, "Hey, everyone, uh, don't have anywhere to sleep tonight. Hope I'm not murdered. Bye." I have my I have my progressive hat back on, but like, I
1: think we're getting dangerously close to saying like, "There's no reason for him to be homeless. There's no reason for you to have an addiction. There's no reason for him to just stop eating that and." take care of themselves.
0: No, 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 like, no, no. But, but that's why I think... I, th- that's I think what, we're just getting close to Well, like, I'm not saying... I'm somebody. just saying there's a mixed bag. Because yeah. you have the people who have genuine mel- mental illness. You have people who are, have genuine addiction problems or who, like, le- like legitimately have no one to turn to, you know? Yeah. Uh, Tim is just one of these people... That's, you know, here's the deal. Here's where you and I maybe might agree.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that there are people like Tim... And someone like this iTunes reviewer will say, well, that is the rule. When and, and the reality is that Tim is probably the anomaly. Does that make sense? Got you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're saying, like, all homeless people are like Tim. Yeah. Whereas we think there are homeless people and there are also people like Tim that maybe almost choose to live on the street. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of?
0: Well, I don't know if Tim chooses to live on the street. I, I don't know what his deal is. I, I actually really don't understand because the part I don't get, and this is why I talked to Danny about it, is he seems to be desperate to get off the street, but is un I I I don't see. I don't understand. I really don't understand. I really don't. He's straight, but I've told Danny like even if he's if he's not desperate, like because he is like he still is very twinky, you know. Like, wouldn't you find some sort of, like, sugar mom or dad, you know, and just, like, do that, you know? I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I really am at a loss. Sure. Like. I mean,
1: being a responsible adult requires you to kind of do things that maybe aren't the easiest for you to do.
0: To kind of, I don't know. I Like, I here's, like good here's a good example. Here's a good like example. Here's a good example. Here's a good example. Tim has a family, but they're they're fascinating too. They like they live like in like Huntington Beach, which means something to you but not anybody else. Right. And, and Alexis. And Alexis. And they're like hi, hi But they're very Huntington okay. Beach like rock and roll like tattoos and like the like the, the look of Huntington Beach, right? But they're like yeah. super, super, super Christian, like rock and roll Christian guys, right? Family. Okay. And like Tim could actually go in and live there. If he just agrees to like go to church on Sundays, like rock and roll church, and he's like, "No, like you're not religious," but if you were homeless and your if your mom was like, "Well, you can live here, but as long as you go to church on Sundays," wouldn't you be like, "I'll just fucking grin and bear it until like I get my own place"?
1: Yeah, I mean, probably, but maybe church. I guess is my the point I'm trying to make is like maybe to you and I, yes, that's an appropriate thing. But maybe there's something bigger there, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what church means to him. What yeah, I don't like know. A, I
0: don't know. Well, like I, I said, I, I mean have conversations different. with Danny about. I don't talk to Tim directly about it. And Danny seems frustrated too. Because, you know, Mike' thing is like, because Tim seems pretty distressed on these Facebook posts, right? Danny's his friend. Danny has a place that he owns by himself, and Danny's like, no, here's a, like, no, here's why, and, he, and that's yeah. for Danny to tell why. But uh, like, and Danny's re- le- reasons are legitimate, you know? Yeah. So I get that. so uh, yeah. It, so anyway, but but by the way, did you read about over by Anaheim Stadium here in Orange County? There was a whole homeless encampment, yeah, on the river, and yeah. they just cleared and they put them in hotel rooms. What are your thoughts about the the Orange County clearing the the encampment and putting them in hotel rooms? I don't, rooms? I
1: don't know enough about it. I don't. I just saw that it kind of was happening. I have enough Orange County friends to, and most of them are liberals, so like I've seen. Stories pop up on Facebook, but I don't really read Orange County News very much anymore. I feel like you're gonna catch me up on all the important stories.
0: Do you still read uh, the Liberal OC, the the blog you started?
1: No, the OC dot
0: com. Yeah. Uh, no, I go every
1: once in a while. Um, you just made me click it to see, but you
0: know what's so funny what? is, uh, we're in. Are about? we still in the newsroom? We're still in the newsroom. Yeah. Oh, is oh, I guess we can leave the newsroom because it's not going to be necessarily news related. Let, let, Let me walk out of the newsroom. So, what's funny is, um, I everyone was bugging me. Like, I got so many calls and messages from people who were like, Oh my god, have you seen this show, Ugly Delicious on Netflix? Episode two is about tacos, right? And people who know me and been on taco tours with me are all impressed that, like, the places I take people to on taco tours is where they went in Los Angeles on this episode. Okay? Okay. And, uh, but on the episode, it's hosted by David Chang, who's a New York chef, but he has two LA guys with him. One is world-famous food journalist uh, Jonathan Gold, right? And then uh, the other is my arch nemesis in my head, Gustavo Ariano.
2: And I'm like, I know Gustavo.
0: I know you actually know Gustavo. I don't know why he bugs the shit out of me.
1: Um, I'm willing to tell you some reasons why (laughs) when we hang
0: up. (laughs) Okay.
1: I don't. I mean, he's a nice man. He's actually. He's talk shit. He was
0: fine on this episode. I just. I've not liked him before for other things. Uh, He's fine. I
1: think some of it might be don't get mad at this i feel like not that he has like your exact same shtick but there's like a lot of overlap and i don't want to say you're jealous but it could be like <sighs> unconscious jealousy maybe like, wh- joe wouldn't you have loved to write ri- um have a column where he you write about whole in the world restaurants in and around like santa Ana, anaheim you know what i mean like he would go to taqueria's and then write reviews of them that i feel like that it would be a great gig that you would be great at maybe you could even do it better maybe that's it too like you see what he puts out there and you feel like you could do that or you could do that better
0: or you know maybe you, 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 I, i'm willing to concede that yeah. you might be right so Good. anyway so that that's what was going on there is there anything else going on with you any other big news
1: No. What do you got going on next week? Is there anything? I'm trying to think.
0: My birthday's coming up. Oh wait! Whoa! 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 For a second. Breaking news: Mike Lawson willing to admit when his birthday is. This is. This is big news because. (laughs) Historic, my newsroom sound. <laughs> Historically, <laughs> Mike Lawson does not like to talk about his birthday. Even and it's not an age thing because even since you were like, I've known you since you were like nineteen or twenty. Since you was, since you were, that's why I can't be Gustavo or Oriano. Since you were not, <laughs> since you were like nineteen or twenty, I've known you and you've never liked your birthday.
1: Yeah, I <clears throat> I don't love celebrating it um, in a like a large way. I'm certainly not a type that's like, let's go to a restaurant and invite everyone you know, and they can invite their friends too. I'm not that person at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve suggested we go... So I'm, I'm taking a long weekend. Um, it's like March. It's not this coming weekend. It's a couple weekends away. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a long weekend, and Steve suggested LA. Oh. We were going to do... He we proposed like maybe a day at Disneyland, go see his sister, go see Joe. Joey, but I only have three days. Two of those would be spent traveling there and
0: back. So, like one day. Well, and, let, you know what I mean? Let's see. Let's let's say. So, what 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 weekday would you take off? The Friday,
1: Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: Okay, so you leave early Friday. You're in L. A. by noon. So you have. Oh, you most know what? I'm
1: doing Thursday. I think I have
0: Thursday, Friday, Saturday off. But okay,
1: Steve has Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we're gonna do Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, here's what we're gonna do instead. I'm not doing L. A. Oh. I, I wanna do LA. I want to do LA with Steve specifically. I w I wanna see Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um again it's been a Steve a can finish
0: can visit his family in Koreatown.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and um so it's gonna happen. Uh just not. No, let me ask you a question. This
0: is a genuine question. Because, you know, I like food and stuff like that because I'm Gustavo Ariano too. And yeah. um uh, I'm Stavo Ariano. And um would Steve, when he was in L.A., would he want to go to a restaurant, like, and not in like Korea Koreatown, like Asian or something like that, but some sort of great, like, Korean restaurant? Or would he want to go to the local Denny's? So,
1: he... So, that's the thing with Steve. Steve is not... So, Steve likes an Applebee's. Steve likes an Outback Steakhouse. Steve loves a spaghetti factory, right? Mm-hmm. But... He also is super interested in that new, you know, Asian fusion place mm-hmm. that everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. He's interested in kind of the foodie locations that you you read about on social media and stuff. So, he's not the type that wants Applebees and because he only eats chicken fingers. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he he does eat adventurously, but he also just really likes a bland bowl of pasta. Mm-hmm. So, is it, he to answer your question? He would be fine going and eating whatever we went and ate in L.A.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, but instead, for my birthday, we're going to probably go camping, which hmm. he really doesn't want to do. I know he doesn't. Um, so it's going to be three weeks of me convincing him it's a good idea.
0: You should try to come out to L.A. the same time that this Tato the Latte boy is here.
1: Um, when is he coming? The
0: finale of the next season. Yeah, like pl- early June. Maybe even get tickets to the finale. Steve would love to go to the finale event. Yeah, th- let's do that. The finale, I think it's going to be on a Thursday this year. Okay. We'll work it out. We'll work, it out. It, we'll work it out.
1: And we'll coordinate. That would be a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. Um, okay, so what do you got going on next week?
0: Oh, so remember you told the story <laughs> earlier? Ah, I'm, gonna be, I'm so embarrassed I'm embarrassed to be saying this on the air, but I don't care. I'm going to, with Nico Martinez and, and, uh, and John Marti tonight, to uh, my cousin Richard has a play. You know, remember from a long time ago, I was in that playwriting class. Well, now we're the time yeah, where they actually totally. put on the play, right? Is and it a reading or it's no, the it's the play thing. with actors and everything like that in this, oh in, my in this festival. I we feel have,
1: like that was like a month
0: ago. No, how long ago was th- that? It's been running for a month. And so, uh, this is the last weekend, wow. actually. This is the last weekend. So, John Marti and Nico and I are going to the finally going to this festival, right? Wow. And, yeah. um, we're going to go to dinner first. Mike, I totally forgot. And literally, like fifteen minutes before we were supposed to record, uh, John Marti writes to me. Goes, did we figure out a restaurant for tonight? And I was like, Oh, no, no, we haven't. So I'm going to that, but I I had nothing going on tonight, so I'm going to go to that. And then you don't
1: have anything going on because you have something scheduled. Yeah, exactly.
0: So (laughs) oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Good point. Yeah. Uh, Tomorrow, uh, nothing. But then uh, Sunday, you know. Uh, pizza party slash Oscar party and then um, just RuPaul's Drag Race work and watch, uh, collecting stories that my parents, from my parents
1: okay well don't murder them mm-hmm. uh, because we like hearing the stories mm-hmm. and because y- I don't want to be friends with the murderer yeah
0: well, um, well uh, coming from a person who is a murderer <laughs> we can't have two murderers on a yeah. show
1: yeah, <laughs> imagine if I started giving taco truck tours.
0: <laughs> yeah, we to change all the lyrics <laughs> and everything. That. By the way, Adam Vot called me the other day, and he goes, "I'm fine with the new theme song, but hmm, I like the old one better."
1: I find myself still, still singing the old one during the new one. Should we bring the old one back?
0: Maybe we can Not, just maybe yeah. we can just
1: interchange them here and there. Okay, maybe next episode you could do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Joey, it was really nice catching up with you.
0: Go to hell, Mike.
2: Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up.